This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No days off! No days off! No days off! No days off! This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball! <laughs> with Andy Hart. All right, good to be with you. All right. This microphone put up a little less fight than the one last night. (laughs) And Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? (laughs) Hannibal. 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 Mr. Dot Commer on WEEI.com. edition of the Off Day Podcast. Number three of the week. That's actually more. That's a record for us, isn't it? Yeah, I think we should stay home and work harder more often. We get more done. Record, Record week for the Off Day Podcast. Plus, we've been killing it on the website, blogs, traffic, everything. You, did, you said at the beginning of the week that you wish the NFL didn't do this. Do you change your mind? Um, in terms of appropriateness or in terms of... Yeah, appropriateness. I still don't really think they should have. But I, I think that they, they've given America sort of like a, an alternative. Like they've given them something else to talk about and look forward to. And it's sort of been a, little, a welcome distraction. I guess. I mean, certainly people care. People are distracted. Like I know for my purposes, whether it's this or whether it's writing or whether it's doing radio shifts, it's a massive benefit. Like we have something to talk about on sports talk radio and that's good. And I guess for the people at home, I mean, we can't just assume everybody cares. Like I know NFL is very popular, but that doesn't mean everybody cares about the national football league. Um, But there have been various things like this. Like uh, I saw Disney released Frozen early yeah. on Disney Plus. Right. Things of that nature. Everybody NFL, started doing something. Right. NFL, NBA. I don't know if they're the only two opened up their video libraries for yep. free. You can log on and watch games and watch all their stuff. So, you know, the various entertainment entities, I guess, are doing that. But do I still think it was the right thing to do? I don't know. But I guess I've been worn down by the week and. It's fine. And again, they did what I wanted them to do. They avoided a competitive imbalance in the traveling. They banned all hosting or taking of visits. So there was no linebacker that might go somewhere and he gets an advantage because the other guy doesn't want to go or the team. Like they shut all that down, which I think was at least a, a, a measure towards doing it in the appropriate fashion. Right. So Tom Brady is going to join the Tim A. Buccaneers eventually. I don't know. This is physical. I don't know if he's taken it yet. No, according to Jeff Jarlington, he has. But, I mean, I don't know. It's going to get done. It's sort yeah. of weird. It's weird why it hasn't, but. Well, because technically the Bucks can't announce it. No, they said they can now. Oh, I thought they couldn't. No, the NFL changed that this afternoon, saying that the teams could make these announcements now. 
Oh, so now we're just waiting on Brady to get his physical, or you think waiting I think for he Brady wants to, to do his video his, done or something? Yeah, his Instagram video, whatever. But he could have had that done on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. So are but, you concerned? No, I'm not. Anyway. I'm not. I'm not either. Um, we won't do a whole Tom Brady podcast. We'll save that for when it actually becomes official. But we, I think we've talked about it before. The whole thing's kind of sad that the best quarterback in NFL history is a free agent for the first time in his career, and he only has two teams interested. He's going to Tampa Bay. It, it's just sad. I feel and, bad for him. And we had Peter King on WEEI today saying that, you know, Don Yee just couldn't drum up any more interest, that all the attempts, and we knew it along the way, of the 11 teams, the eight teams, oh, this yep. team, oh, this team, that team wants to get rid of their quarterback. It was so obvious of an, an oversell job. And I do think it's interesting. And that's what, where I am now in terms of interest. Like, if you could get – 32 teams together and they all had the truth serum tell me why you had no interest in tom brady tell me what your thought process was if you're the bears or the colts or you know any of these teams tell me why you wouldn't want tom brady especially like the tennessee titans like you're telling me that you really thought that ryan Tannehill is better for your franchise and even the colts you thought that philip rivers is better than Tom Brady for your situation. Like, we don't know how Brady felt about the Colts, but it just – those two teams in particular, like, what are you doing? Yes, and he's better than Phillip Rivers. There's oh, no doubt in my mind. The Phillip Rivers connection to Frank Reich and the offense, okay, whatever. But, like, the Titans, to me, the only argument would be, oh, well, Brady's only going to be here for a year or two. You know who else is only going to be there for a year or two? Ryan Tannehill, because when he sucks, you're going to get rid of him. Oh, realize that he sucks, yes. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. And much of the money for Tannehill, like they're probably gonna be similar contracts, like per year, value wise, money wise. Right, and and I know it's not the NBA where it's like you get LeBron, you get Kawhi, you're automatically in the finals, or you're automatic. But it's kind of close. We've seen the league show that year after year after year, teams turn around quickly. And the best way to turn a team around is through improvement at the quarterback position, to have the right guy at quarterback. And for a team like Tennessee, you already showed you can be a contender. You can be a playoff team. So, yeah, I don't – I'll never completely understand maybe why some of them weren't interested because I don't think you're, you're selling – it's not like the, the argument I had against Daniel Jones and the Giants where you have a young quarterback, you alter your franchise's trajectory if you try to, you know, undercut him or get rid of – whatever. But most of these teams don't have that as an issue or an excuse. And, yeah, so whatever. But you're right. He's in Tampa. Um, Tampa is now one of the top four favorites, fourth overall, to go to the Super Bowl, second in the NFC to only the 49ers last year's yep. Super Bowl representation. Um, you know, there's some sort of uh, tangential reports that now Bruce Arians is not interested in Antonio Brown. He's nope. been there, done that in Pittsburgh, too much of a diva. You know, it'll be interesting to see if those are issues because, you know, it sounds like the way this was presented basically to the Chargers and Bucks is two years, 60 million is the minimum money. And there was probably some talk of AB, you know, it, it, Tom's leaving New England because he's unhappy because he couldn't get what he wanted because he couldn't get the weapons he wanted, including AB. Are you already going down that road there? Was there some sort of miscommunication about right. AB? So, yeah, I don't, I don't know where this goes, but... It'll be interesting. I will say the first step they need to take is get their damn new uniforms um, out there so people can stop putting Brady in these ugly-ass digital clock uniforms. Yep. Um, 
and move forward from there. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting when training camp opens, whenever that is. First time you see Brady throw in those uniforms. And then next year, and, you know, um, the other day when I was on the Dale and Keith show, we were really looking at the schedule and, you know, sort of the primetime games where he plays, obviously, Drew Brees twice, but you got the Packers, you got the Chiefs, you got some real marquee Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer games. So we're going to be following him, and we'll have the opportunity in a lot of primetime games to follow him. All right, we'll uh, shift gears towards the Patriots because they have made some other moves this week. Um, I guess we'll start with your column today on the mixed messages. Um, just the way that they've handled business so far, I guess, sort of expand on your thoughts with that. Well, I just think from day one, and by day one, I mean sort of the Slater-McCourty deals, Joe Tooney, who we should mention Joe Tooney, has signed his franchise tender. So, Do you think that means that just so they can try and shop him? Uh, I think that's just him saying – there's $14.5 million, uh, $0.7 million on the table. I'm taking it. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, just in case, you know, like they could take it back anytime because they decide they're going to sign Jameis Winston or trade for Andy Dalton. Right. You're right. It benefits him to, to sign it now. Yes. But I still think he'll probably end up elsewhere. And then when he ends up elsewhere, who knows if he does a long-term deal with that team, likely. I mean, if a team right. trades for him, they're likely to do a long-term deal. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the typical – fourth round pick offensive lineman guy who says, wait a minute, there's $14 million. If I just put my name on this line, yes, I will take the $14 million right now. Right. Um, but as you, as you sort of look at all the moves and I would, maybe the, the most glaring one is, is the Harmon one. I don't, so they trade Duran Harmon for a swapping of late round picks. They send a seventh, get a fifth back. Duran Harmon's a good player. Duran Harmon, why? Because Bill looks at it as he has Terrence Brooks. Terrence sort of, Brooks sucks. But Terrence Brooks Terrence is Brooks one, sucks. Terrence Brooks is one million dollars. Deron Harmon was like five. So okay. is that is, is he four million dollars difference plus Brooks plays special teams? Brooks sucks. Can I say it one more time? You don't know that for sure. He has. Every he had time his I've seen him take the field on defense, he's not very good. He had his moments last year. Yeah, were they late in the year? Uh, no, they were earlier on. Yes. What happened in the? It was yeah, the Dolphins the game, correct? Yeah, remember him left the field, of, and yes. the very first play that Brooks came on, he got torched for a touchdown. Yes. Okay, so my memory's fine. It was the touchdown late in the game, the game winner, wasn't it? Because okay. remember he was crying at his locker. Yeah. So my memory's fine. Yes. Okay. There's he's a reason great. he's been a career special teamer. Right. Okay? He's also the Patriots are smarter than everybody else, and they can turn carbon into diamonds and all of that crap and whatever you want the narrative to be. But sometimes a guy is who he is, and I think Terrence Brooks is who he is. He's a at-best backup player on defense who's a special teamer. Deron Harmon may not be a starter, but he's proven himself to be a very reliable option for the New England Patriots. I totally agree. I totally agree. Who else is in trouble? Patrick Chung hasn't been staying healthy, is getting older, is not as good. Devin McCourty not getting any younger as he approaches 33. And we're getting rid of the seven-year veteran who is a solid force, and I would argue personally, is one of the more reliable professionals in that locker room. No question. Doesn't necessarily get the credit of a guy like Slater or even McCourty, but is in that mold of a type of a person. I just, I don't, I don't really understand it. So I'm pulling this up in terms, like if they wanted to cut Chung, they would only save like 2 million. 
because his cap hits five, but his dead cap is three. So why are we saving so much money? Could it be because we gave $11.5 million to Devin McCourty and $14.5 million to Joe Tooney? And we yes. haven't worked a deal for Stephon Gilmore. I fully expect that at some point as they try to create money. Gilmore either gets just a, a salary where he, they turn his salary into bonus or maybe an extension. I don't know how they're right. going to do it. They'll do something to create money there. But I don't – as I wrote I, – I, as I wrote, so they don't have a quarterback. Yep. They don't have cap space. Nope. They've added, they've added no weapons to the offense. I'm sorry I don't count Demir Bird. I was going to say, what, are you, what do you mean? Don't count Demir Bird. Um, they've lost the core of their defense to some degree because the boogeymen, Vanoy and Collins, were very key aspects to the boogeyman defense. Yes. Yes. Is, but McCourty was more of the core, I would say. Uh, I think that's debatable, but – yeah, they, you still didn't get better. You got significantly worse. Right. So as you like to say, this is one of my favorite phrases you like to say. Yep. What are we doing here? I don't think Bill knows either, if we're being honest. Like, I really don't. Wait a minute. So, so okay. So the Patriots dynasty is built on three people. Robert yep. Kraft, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick. Yep. Robert Kraft bowed out, basically, and said, nothing to do with me. It's all, yep, Tom wanted to go. Tom Brady said, I'm out, and you're telling me Bill Belichick doesn't know what's going on. I don't, think, I don't think he has a direction yet. I think he's still sort of waiting to play out because I think if this was any other franchise, they would punt on 2020 and look for draft picks to get better, but I don't think Bill can do that. Well, he might be doing it without doing it. Well, but then you have to ask, why would Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater stick around? See, now I'm forgetting where I've talked about this, but the theory I, I think you can sell on is if you're really turning it over and changing the team, you do need some reliable guys oh, yeah. in the locker room and spokesmen. You don't have a quarterback, so you may even need sort of spokesmen more now than ever because yeah. you don't keep you can't turn to Brady to do his press conference, although he barely was a spokesman. I was going to say, he's not a spokesman. He stopped doing that job five years ago at he least. He was adding to the problem last year. That's true. Um now, that's a good point. He was adding to the problem. He wasn't a calming force. He was a negative force. He was the story after a lot of games because he was – I want to give you some breaking, not Patriot news, but Red, Red Sox news in the middle of this podcast just so I can get your live reaction. Uh-oh. The Red Sox announced today that Chris Sale will have Tommy John surgery. <laughs> Predictable. But, by the way, if you're a New England sports fan – you just keep getting kicked in the balls over. And if I didn't know better, if I wasn't one of those people that believed like karma and ebbs and flows, um, you're starting to get payback for the last 20 years of fun, success, and dominance all at yep. once. Yep. What a week this has been. Or last, whatever, month. Moogie Betts, Tom Brady, now Chris Sale. Ooh, that's, that's, I mean, it's so believable, but it's unbelievable. Like, you just keep kick, kicked in the cone. And can he get Tommy John surgery? I thought like elective surgeries were shut down in this country. Good point. But there's the athlete thing. Again, they can get, you know, whatever they want when they want it. He'll get whatever he wants. But right. it, uh, makes sense, yep. it makes sense to get it done, right? Like it does. The season is, is for you as a team and for the league is sort of a lost season, weird season. Right. Just get it done. Right. Right. Uh, back to the Patriots. Okay. I have a uh, – my, my take is, so people have been calling it a mass exodus of Patriots. It's not. It's the same, it happens every year. Like Okay, same- okay. wait a minute, though. That phrase is now barred from all future off-day podcasts 
Why? Because we can't say anything happens every year anymore. You know why? Brady's gone. Because it all happened before with Brady at quarterback. Oh, God. oh, guys always leave this time of year. They always go to the assistant coach's new team. Five, yeah, and every oh, Bill always does this. He doesn't do anything the first week of free agency. Screw it. It's a brave, new, different world, a world in which you just said Bill Belichick doesn't have any idea what he's doing. But it's not a mass exodus, though. Look at the guys they lost last year. Patterson, Hogan, Tra- uh, Trent Brown, Trey Flowers. Like, they've lost guys before. Like, Everybody loses guys. That happens. But, but, but that's been the narrative the last couple of days. That this is a mass exodus. Everybody's leaving Bill. Like, is it because of Tom? Like, it, it happens. They couldn't pay these guys. I don't know. It's bigger this year because of Brady, obviously. Well, last year you lost Gronk. Yeah, but that wasn't an egg. He wasn't playing elsewhere. He retired. Okay. Although you could actually argue he exited Belichick more than these guys. These guys are just making business decisions. Kyle Vanoy is just making sure the Vanoy family is taken care of for decades. Whereas Gronk said, I want no part of that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Brady. So, so far you have Brady, Vanoy, Collins. I did it up. I wrote up a tweet. You, so you lost. This, this year you lost. Um, Brady, Vanoy, Collins, Shelton, Ebner, Karras, Roberts. Last year you lost Hogan. Patterson, Larry Jim Waddle, Trey Flowers, Trent Brown, Malcolm Brown, Rob Gronkowski. It's similar. Right. Because, I mean, some of those guys suck, but some of them are good. Right. And some of them suck this year, too. Right. So, okay. I, I just think that the mass exodus, as everybody's calling it, is sort of a false narrative. I guess, but I would say some of it is just because it's in con- that Brady's part of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you've lost that fallback, like – the rock upon which the rest is built. Right. So I think that's part of that thinking or that logic. Um, and it's also the fun part is like, they've all gone to Flores, Patricia judge. Yeah. Did you have Ebner on there? I did. Okay. Just making sure. It's, I think it's seven, seven last year, seven this year. Obviously that, that could grow, but it's not, I just think it's not as big of a, a thing as people are saying. Okay. I'll agree with you then. All right. And uh, I guess, where do they go from here? Like, they have a, a lot of needs. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just thinking about that. Like, if you really did, you know, a blog entry, whatever, just sort of ranking read. I was actually yeah. thinking that tomorrow, yep. Like, the, they're endless. I know. And, like, legitimate. It's not like you're just adding a guy to make it better for depth. Like, you need legitimate starters. Right. You need, well, we'll start with the quarterback. You need a quarterback, right. even if. Even if Stidham is going to be the starter on day one, you need a veteran quarterback, I think. Um, but that's not a top need. Tight end. Well, I would argue it's a top need. I think if you go into the season with – But you Stidham, have a guy there. Like, you have a guy. You have a guy everywhere. Okay. You have well, a guy – Not a tight end. Ryan Izzo is a okay. guy. But he – He's done more in the NFL than Jared Stidham has. Sure. But I would put tight end more of a need than quarterback right now. I would not personally because right. I just don't think you've seen but, enough from him. Like wide receiver probably isn't a top need right now. It's a, it's a big need, but it's not a top need. Uh, yeah, no, because you have a foundation of Nikhil, right. Harry, and Edelman, unless you right. trade Edelman to the Bucks. Yeah, which he liked an Instagram post. Um, it's not going to happen. Bill's not going to trade him to the Buccaneers. Probably not, but it'd be fun because they could use that type of player, especially if AB's not going to go there to play the slot. 
It kind of would be. I don't, I don't know what the return would be for a 33, whatever he is, aging, one hit away from his career being over. Yeah, I don't but, think the return would be – well. But if they offered a two for Edelman, I'd probably do it. In a heartbeat. Right. You're going to suck either way, so you might as well get something for him and rebuild. Uh, defensive needs, like linebacker. Right now you have Bentley, Hightower, John Simon. Who am I missing? Chase Winovich. Ugh. You need help there. Yes, you need help there. You need help on the defensive line where Danny Shelton. Yep. Uh, well, you know, they got they got what's his name? Bo Allen, I guess, but I don't know whether he's any good. I mean, people no. tell me he's good, but and that position, what that position held on by a thread last year. They kind of got lucky up, up front last year. Right. Um, I mean, obviously they have depth in the secondary, but I I don't. The safety position is a concern to me now because you have. Do you think two Juan Williams guys. could be moved to safety? Um, maybe. That's I don't just assume that means he can play it. That's my thinking, though. That they they've planned for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly in the limited playing time last year. I remember him standing out more in the run game, some physicality, some plays in the box, some plays on right. the edge, tackles. We'll see. I don't. But, I mean, they have, like we just said, they have bodies you could talk yourself into anywhere. They have, yeah. now it's like, do they have bodies that are good enough to be competitive? Are they, right. um, like, kicker? What's the kicker situation? Right. Is Steven Gostowski, are you just assuming he's going to get back to health, get back to reliability, or is he the guy that was missing PATs every week? Right. And, I mean, I guess you could bring Folk back or any kicker veteran. Yeah. Yeah, but. That's another layer. Like when you, that's my point. When you, over the years, when you've like for various times had to fill in at kicker, you had Tom Brady. Right. But those tend to backfire more when you don't have a guy like Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. your margin for error gets thinner and thinner and thinner. And then all of a sudden, a mispaid PAT or your lack of faith in going for a 43 yard field goal, like it, yep. it bites in the ass more and more and more. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on at quarterback? What do you mean? Like you said, they need to add somebody. Who do you, who do you give me some names? Um, well, I've grown more fond of the idea that if Jameis Winston is the musical chairs odd, odd man, out, yep, and he's hat in hand for single digit million, let's say eight million dollars plus incentives or something like that, you, I would take him too. I would too. Now he is not. The way he has played is the anti-Patriots quarterback. Oh, yeah. You can't have that many interceptions. But, I mean, we know Josh has a little bit of that. I can fix people. I'm a quarterback right. guy. Like, so I've, I've, that idea has grown more appealing to me. Other than that, I'm all in on the Blake Bortles or whatever one or $2 million veteran now, guy. Schefter, Schefter threw out there yesterday they could draft a guy and then have him compete with Stidham. But isn't that a risk? Well, who, I, if, if you think he's going to compete with Stidham, that means you're drafting him first or second round. Right. So but, are you using the 23rd pick on Eason? Or? That's, that's what I would assume. If you're going to draft the quarterback to potentially start week one, it probably has to be in round one. And that's I, – I haven't done the research, but – Start week one as a 20-something draft pick or lower. Doesn't usually work out or happen. No. And, and then we get back to, 
all the excuse makers for Tom Brady last year. So now you're going to throw a rookie out there with bad line, bad weapons, bad. I don't, I don't know that that's a good idea for a guy you hope. If you take him in the first round, whether he's good enough as his rookie or not, you expect him to be your future quarterback. Right. So then that says nothing. That says something about Stidham. Like, how would he feel? Right. Um, yeah, it, that would be a weird situation to That's me. That's why I don't see it happening. I could see them taking someone in, like, the later rounds as a flyer, along with a veteran quarterback to come in. Like, I think you need to add a veteran just to save your ass. Like, you can't depend on a rookie and a second-year player to potentially be your starter. That well, what just, about Cody Castle, your bridge guy? It has a better chance of happening now than it did in October. Would you give me that? Maybe I was on to something. Uh, yeah. And I would also say if, if he ends up being your starter, then, uh, fold for fields or, you know, tank for Trevor or fail for fields, whatever the slogans are, get the t-shirts printed. That would be good for the Ryan Hannibal brand though. If I called that back in October last year. Yeah. You know who would be bad for the Bill Belichick brand. Hey, look out for myself. Of course you think he doesn't even have a plan right now. Uh, do you think he does? Uh, yeah, he has to. But what is it? So why does he not have a plan? Let's let's. What are they because call that? He's, because he's 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 on the fence of tanking, but also staying competitive. So you think the mixed messages aren't just mixed messages? It's it's indecisiveness on his yeah, part. I do. Well, that is not good because he's usually pretty decisive. Well, but then if he's decisive, what is it? What's he being? What what is he leaning toward? The last time. He had to make decisions at quarterback. He was somewhat indecisive. When Matt Castle came in, if you remember, they had the flights lined up, and I believe some were already being flown into Foxborough to work out for the Patriots to potentially be signed. And then they decided, nope, send those guys back. We're going to give Castle a chance. I forgot who the backup was even at the time, but we were going to stick with who we had on the roster. So he was indecisive then. Right. I got another quarterback uh, potential. I think Mike Reese brought this up. You got to look at the Colts with Rivers. Could they get rid of Brian Hoyer or even Brissett? Uh, Brian Hoyer, I would consider as my uh, parachute option. You know, when if it's all hitting the fan, I can put him out there and just think he can run the offense and we won't right. look like a total embarrassment. So, but he would be um, sort of the perfect guy to bring in if you're going to have two rookies or, or Stidham and a rookie. Sure. I'm not opposed. Like, I have no interest in Jacoby Brissett. Um, that would cost you a good amount of capital, you would assume. Well, he, I believe he makes good money on a contract, too. Like yeah, 15 just started last year. Right, right. Yeah. So, no, I have no interest. They didn't like him when he was here as a, as a developmental guy. I, I haven't seen that much from him playing. No, other he's, than, not, he's a great guy. He, he competes right. his ass off, but he's not a starting NFL quarterback. No. So, no, I have no interest in Brissett. I think – you could do worse than Stidham, Hoyer, and a rookie or something like that. Right. You could, especially for here, given the familiarity and the comfort. Like Hoyer, it would probably be a major upgrade over like Case Keenum or Blake Bortles. Case Keenum's gone, but Blake Bortles. Um, I don't know about skill-wise, but fit-wise and comfort-wise. Right. Yeah. yeah. Comfort-wise, yes. Yeah, I would say that. But none None of this is ideal. You're in, the, you're in this world now. You're in this weird world of needing a quarterback that no one in New England has even thought about, talked about, or felt for 30 years. And yeah. it's, it's a weird place to be. How much faith do you have in Belichick for next year? 
uh, like in they... terms of like getting the team competitive, like like early predictions on on record. Like, is this team going to be four and twelve, eight and eight, ten and six? If I had to set an over under for wins for the Patriots, what number would I set? I would. I would set, set it at eight and a half. I'll take the under. Would you? I would set the number a little lower, like seven and a half. Okay. And That's then I'd, fair. I'd probably take the over. On eight and a half? No, on seven and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would. Right I'm now. in that like probably seven to ten range because the like the Jets still stink. Do the they? Dolphins, yes. What have they done? They have a quarterback. They have one thing you don't: a quarterback. Well, so they he's, who's he throwing to? They're, his best receiver, Robbie Anderson, is going to be is a free agent. Aren't the Jets good down the stretch too? I don't remember because they were meaningless. Played well in the, the last month of the season. I kind of think I, you're right, actually. I just I don't I have a lot of questions in my head and not, not a lot of faith in what's going on right now. You know, I'm a big believer in Dante Scarnecchia. He's gone. So yeah. suddenly, this offensive line that sucked a year ago is going to be that much better because maybe David Andrews is back in the middle of it. Like I, I just Sony Michelle. Am I buying a year two jump on Nikhil Harry? Is Edelman going to be younger and healthier? Um, is the tight end position going to be better? That's my point. Like I said earlier, you have no cap space, no quarterback. You haven't added anything. You've only lost things. Where is the reason? To, and the schedule gets harder, not just in terms of competition, but in terms of travel and all that stuff. Sure. What am I talking myself into to believe that they're going to be a good football team? Bill's going to have to draft his ass off. That's my big takeaway. They're not taking lately. Not very good. Yeah. And they don't even have the picks. They don't have a pick from number 23 to 87. Okay, so I know I don't – we're not doing video, but if I take this hat off, what am I hanging my hat on with the Patriots this year? What am I hanging my hat on? Bill Belichick. That, that's really what it comes down to. Right? Okay, so Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. Right. I mean, he's gone to the playoffs once. Right. No, I, I know. It. That's, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're going to be good next year. I'm just – You took me over on eight and a half wins. But that doesn't mean they're going to be good. I'm not saying they're going 12 and four. If they win nine games, there's a chance that they make the playoffs under the new seven team format. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. Like, I also think there's going to be, like, Bill's going to have some extra motivation next year, some extra drive. Like, I don't know how that translates to coaching, but I, I think that he is going to do something to make, to make it work because he has so much on the line. I, I wish Paul Perillo was here because he loves when I pull out my old cliche phrases. He can be extra motivated, but it may not be a want to. It's a can't. If they're not good enough, they're not good enough. I, I know. Wants Jacoby Brissett to be good. I mean, uh, Jared Stidham to be good, so Jared Stidham would be good enough. No. Okay, maybe he meets Stidham at 5.30 and they spend every day working endless hours. If he's not good enough, but, he doesn't make plays on the field, it doesn't matter. I think you mentioned this too. Doesn't the uh, off-season sort of play into Belichick's favor? No off-season program, some, you know, not enough time around the team. People could still be feeling things out, and that sort of gives an advantage to Bill as one of the best coaches in the league to sort of maybe scheme up a few wins that other coaches wouldn't be able to do. Yes, that's the strongest argument made. Basically that because it's a short year or a shortened or an – interesting off season everybody else will suck more than you yes that doesn't make me feel good usually oh. in new england count 
on being better than everybody. Now you count on everybody else sucking more. Well, that's how it's been the last couple of years. You won a Super Bowl by it. Yeah, but they had talent. They had Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. They had puncher's chances because of those guys. Who are the punchers and who are the chances now? Jared Stidham and Nikhil Harry. Which player not named Stefan Gilmore are you most confident will have a really good year in 2020? Confidence-wise, it's not there. I mean, you're probably looking at, like, Edelman, I'm not confident in. Um, right. Tooney, or if he's, like, the offensive which, line. Which Patriots player do you 100% or strongly expect to have a better year in 2020 than he did in 2019? I expect Devin McCourty to be the same. I don't know about better. Which was very good. I said better. There's not, there's not any that really come to mind. Sorry. So how are they going to? How are they going to what? Be good. If everybody's as good or worse, and they lost players that are key, like Collins and Vanoy and Brady, how are they going to expect to be a better football team? And again, this is a March question. Right. We'll see. Right. They, who knows? Maybe they have a blockbuster trade coming down the line. It's possible. Okay, let's play that game then. Okay. What would be a blockbuster trade that would dramatically change your viewpoint on their expectations for 2020? If you added a stud wide receiver or tight end. So like the Browns added OBJ last year and they were the talk of the town? Well, it's not OBJ. It wouldn't be a diva. Like a... But, well, yes, it would be a diva. If you're going to add a stud receiver, he's a diva. Find me a stud receiver who's not a diva and not named Larry Fitzgerald and 107. I could find one. I just, I just don't it up. You could find one. You could find one. You can't. That, would that change things for you if they had a stud receiver? No. Nah. Or a stud tight end? Um, what's a stud tight end? No. Unless the stud tight end was named Kelsey or Kittles or one of those guys. No. If you add a good tight end, okay, that helps you, but that doesn't make your quarterback that much better. That doesn't mean the receivers are that much better. That means the defense has somebody to focus on. Okay. Like I'm in a negative mood right now. I know. I can tell. I don't know why. Getting a little hungry right today. Maybe. Maybe. A lot of time with the kid. I'm talking it through. If you're the if you're Belichick, you're probably better off building your defense, right? Like if you're gonna add a lot, if you're gonna add a big name, maybe it's better to do it on that side of the ball so you can win games 14 to 10. Can you? 14. Can you? With Stidham. Probably. I think they're – who are you going to beat with regularity? That, I mean, the good teams. You're not going to beat them with regularity 14-10. You did the kind of last year. It would be similar to last year. You, a, you had Brady last year, but more importantly, you beat up on shit-bum teams. Well, th- that's probably what they're, they're going to be. A lot of shit-bum teams this year. But that's what they are, though. They're not an elite team anymore. Okay, okay. So we can stop the rest of the discussion and stop trying to put lipstick on a pig. They're a pig. I think they're they're uh, five hundred to they're a seven to nine win team. Probably, right. Un- unless the quarterback position is horrific, right? I no, mean, if, the the bigger point is that there's so much unknown going into this year than we've seen in thirty years because even before Brady, you had Bledsoe. Right. So you could argue, and I love we had a good old back in the days we had a good argument about this on PFW Progress over at Patriots.com. This could be the most 
interesting Patriots season in 10 plus years, at least. Probably since 08. At least. So, yeah. Like, but is that a good thing? Like, like, is that the, you know, NASCAR everybody's watching because they're waiting for a massive crash type interest? Or is that, do you honestly believe that if a couple things go right, you can be really good and shock the world and be a Cinderella story? Stidham's the key to that. If he has a good training camp and you, like he looks good and you can get behind him, then I think that's the case. But yeah. if Stidham stinks and is throwing interceptions and can't pick up the offense, then it's a train wreck. What do you think the chances are using modern NFL barometer that Stidham plays at a Pro Bowl level? And I don't mean he's like a top four or five quarterback, just like he could be that 10th guy that goes to the Pro Bowl. Like he has a really good year. What are you talking, percentage-wise? Yeah. 45%. I think that's rather a positive outlook. You think it's worse than that? Yeah. You didn't see anything from him last year? No, I did. But nothing to lead me to believe that he's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he sat a year, and he's going to come in and be this great thing. And plus, he has no weapons around him. Oh, are you talking this year? Like 2020 or down the road? Oh. No, this year, as the starter for the New England Patriots. Oh, then that's down to like 25%. Yeah, I would say much less than that. I would say about 5%, maybe 10 Yeah, but that's why I come back to It's the defense. They're going to need to rely on their defense and to, to win games like you did earlier in the year with those low scores. <laughs> yeah, is that, is, that, is that a model to, to win long-term and, and get to Super Bowls? No, but that's, what they are, that's where they are right now. Also, not a, it, the model didn't even work last year when you started playing good teams. It only worked when you played third-string quarterbacks and journeymen and waiver-wire pickup quarterbacks and rookies. When Ex- you played good teams last year, it didn't work. Expectations are going to need to be lowered. Like, th- that's the thing that I think fans are going to have to get their head around is that, like, it's going to be like any other NFL team. Like, you're going you're gonna to have games where you're going to get blown out. But then, Correct. And you're going to have games where your quarterback throws a pick six that costs you the game. Well. That was the last game we saw. Uh, yeah, true. The last, two, the last two, actually. Yes. Regular and post. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's a good column for you to write next week. What? Lower expectations column. Eight, eight and eight would be a good season in 2020. Yeah. People will rip you, and I like when they rip you. It's actually, uh, people haven't really been ripping this week. Maybe just because everybody's quarantined and... Uh, no, it's because they are so shaken. It's not even funny. They don't know how to react. They're just, I'm telling you, they are torn in a million different directions. They don't know. A, they don't even know who they're rooting for. Am I rooting for Brady? Am I, Am I getting a Bay Brady jersey? Right. Right. They are so torn. And this is a challenge. This right now is a massive challenge to the um, super fans of the world, the Jerry Thorntons and yeah. the 50s that have built this entire, not only – sort of um, personality or brand, but careers have been built on it. And now they don't know what to do or how to act or what to say because they can't be honest. Right. Because honesty is not allowed when you're a super fan and all that. Um, this, is, this is a trying time for those groups. And even some of, you know, your friends, the Touchdown Twins and the various uh, media entities that may have to find new ways to cover this team and maybe be a little more objective and honest. This is a good podcast, good solid podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it. And you know what else I'm going to enjoy? What? Nice beer? Uh, a beer and a steak and cheese that my wife is cooking right oh, now. There you go. 
All right. You'll, uh, home thing works out nicely. You do a podcast and you eat two minutes later. Uh, we don't know when our next podcast will be. Maybe if Brady signs officially with Tampa, we can do something after that. But it could be then, could be next week. We'll have yeah. one. And we will, and probably next week with, fr- with free agency sort of hitting just a calm, we may get into the pre-draft and start to do the prospect uh, podcast as well. So I hope you're ready. Yes. All right. Uh, listen to Andy on Dale and Keith Friday morning and follow us on Twitter, Update Pod, subscribe, like us, follow us, do all that stuff. Thanks. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Do not lick anybody. Do not kiss anybody other than your spouse. And uh, be safe because if Sean Payton has the coronavirus and all the hockey has it now, basketball, it's taking off. Just get used to more and more people you know and more and more famous people having coronavirus. Hopefully, not you or I, but. There's probably a good chance one of us gets it too. We could have it right now. Bye-bye. See ya.